Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Talking to Todd Stottlemyre here. He's a former Cardinal, former Blue Jay World, two-time World Series champion with the Toronto Blue Jays. With Jamie Rivers, former Blue, I'm Anthony Stalter. Todd, it's a pleasure to chat with you today. Nice to meet pleasure, you, Todd. guys. Pleasure, guys. Happy, yeah. happy opening day for you. It's uh, first my first opening day since uh, 2002. Actually, but I was on the inside of the stadium. Man, <laughs> this is a different perspective. Yeah. And, uh, man, a lot of fun. No kidding. Fun. And it's yeah. a unique matchup, too. So, one, it's your it's your former team playing against your former team. You win two World Series with, with the Blue Jays. Of course, you, as you mentioned, you, you eventually make your way to St. Louis. But a unique matchup right right out of the gates with, with this being an interleague game. Pretty odd, right? Yeah. First, first time, I think. And uh, I remember looking at the schedule because I knew I was coming into St. Louis. And I was like, this can't be right. And uh, But, hey, look, I think it's really cool. And and uh, it's the two teams that I played for and 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 what i'm hoping for is we're looking at a world series preview right now oh wow it could be that's never what i'm hoping be. for they both are very competitive you never know what happens you know the health of the season the runs who gets hot at playoff time sure all of that but there's certainly an, there's a chance right so uh wouldn't that be something if it happened no it'd kidding. be great i was actually just telling anthony and andrew earlier i was playing junior hockey way up in canada when you guys won the World Series, when Joe Carter hit that one, oh, yeah. that bomb. And uh, so when we heard you were here, I was like, oh, my God. I said, it's Toronto and, and St. Louis. So just we'll get to St. Louis in a second. What was it like playing baseball in Toronto? Well, it was it was different. Probably a lot like WBC, right, where you represent not just a city, you represent a country. And, and, and you know, at that time is – is we had some great we had some great players on that team and you know I'm I'm just grateful that I got to be a part of it and and because there's some tr- there's some true superstars that were on those clubs uh, that ultimately ended up in the Hall of Fame it was incredible the city of Toronto went crazy over those clubs I mean we drew four million fans back to back years uh, it was the opening of now it's the Rogers Center but it was the opening of that time of the Sky Dome uh, there was a lot of great stuff going through Canada with, with Major League Baseball. So it was really cool. It was, it was fun to be a part of it. Todd Stottlemyre is our guest here in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Two-time World Series champion. Played for both the Blue Jays and the Cardinals. So unique matchup today. Todd, uh, you know, being a former pitcher, how do you feel like you would have fared with the pitch clock? Yeah, you know, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the question. It seems like that's the question of the day. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think... And it's easy now to comment now. It's like, you know, 20, 21, 22 years later. It's like, ah, what's the big deal? Sure. For me, you know, I like to grab the ball and get back up on, you know, up on the mound and let's, let's play ball. But that, that's not everyone. And so the guys that are going to probably, you know, obviously have a tough time with it is, you know, the guys that maybe pitch a little slower, a little more methodical, you know, and that sort of thing. And, and I think what happens is it puts urgency on those guys that they're not used to. And so I think you're going to see for those guys that struggle with the clock, you're going to see them make more mistakes because of the urgency factor. It, it's going to be hard for them to catch, you know, their normal rhythms. But at the same time, if you're an infielder, uh, an outfielder, you're playing behind a pitcher, you probably love the pitch clock because, you know, it's like the, pl- the play of the game and the speed of the game is happening more often, you sure. know. So at the end of the day, <clears throat> I, I don't want to be negative. And, you know, I'm hopeful that Major League Baseball is headed in the right direction. 
But when you sit back and you watch the WBC, old Major League Baseball rules, it's like, did anyone complain about the length of the game? Did anybody complain about the brand of baseball? And I, I, I was saying earlier, I was like, you know, we ha as, as professional athletes, we got to do our job. And what our job really is, is the name on the front of that uniform is more important than the name on the back of the uniform. And it's our jobs to entertain fans. The way we entertain them is you give it everything you've got every time you put that uniform on. Remember, you're blessed, you should be grateful. And it's all about that team name and becoming a team. And I think that if we'll do that and get more perspective around that, I think we start to win fans again. And I think that that's getting a little bit lost in, in some of this. Now look, at the end of the day, maybe the bases, maybe the clocks, maybe this, and maybe at the end of the year, I'm d I hope I'm dead wrong on some <laughs> of my thoughts, but who knows, we'll see. Yeah. And at least, at least Major League Baseball is making an attempt at doing something to try to make the, to try to make the game more fun for the fans. But I just always go back to WBC and I was like, geez. This is this yeah. is baseball. It right was a here. lot of fun to watch. So it was a blast. Yeah, it was and the great. players, by the way, the players had a blast. Yeah. And you know what? You know what was really cool to watch is it, it didn't matter if someone went 0 for 4. They were the same guy that maybe wasn't getting a hit that was on the top step shaking hands and was so excited that they were representing the country and they were trying to win a baseball game. We need to bring that back to every city across the nation for Major League Baseball. So when you talk about the Cardinals, right, obviously there's a rich tradition here Oof. in town. And Huge. you were blessed enough to be a part of the opening day process and, and going to spring training and some of the, you know, the, 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 the heroes of the game from St. Louis baseball and folklore being around spring training and hanging out with the guys. Does that, does that remind you of what you're talking about? You know, the WBC, all about the team, all about the name on the front, not the name on the back. Do the Cardinals, for the most part, have it figured out as a franchise? You know, absolutely, first of all. And you know what's crazy is, you know, I, I grew, Yankee Stadium was my playground with my father, right? Yeah. And, and I pitched for the Yankees, and they have that same type of rich tradition. And, and then growing up around Mano and Maris, Whitey Ford, Yogi Bear, the whole deal. But when I came to St. Louis, I was in awe. Because first of all, uh, I'm a fan, and I love the game. And, and I was saying to the guys here earlier, my first spring training in 1996 in St. Louis, watching a baseball spring training baseball game, to the left of me is Lou Brock, <laughs> to the right of me is Bob Gibson. Wow. And I was like, super fan. <laughs> I'm in the middle of my career, right? They signed me to a big contract here. I'm supposed to be one of their guys. And I'm like, wow, how cool is this? Now, look, during the season, I'm sitting between two other guys, Willie McGee and Ozzie Smith. Wow. <laughs> and then in the clubhouse, in walks a guy by the name of Red Shandies. And oh I'm like, my. hey, listen, you can't get better. I mean, you want to talk about not get. And as a player, to have those guys around you. And here's what's really awesome is Gibby, you know, he, he was so funny because he watched me pitch a couple of games in spring training because, I mean, look, they were unied up watching the games. And he said to me, he said, he goes, hey, he says, can I, can I give you some advice? I'm like, shit, like, <laughs> uh, <Of course>. yeah, <laughs> like this is the coolest thing in the world, right? He says, you need to throw more pitches on the outside than you do on the inside. And I was like, what? I go, you're Bob Gibson, right? 
And he goes, I know what you're thinking. You think that I threw everything in. He goes, I just, when I went in, the whole, I made sure the whole world knew I came in. <laughs> and he goes, and I lived outside. And in the National League, you got to live outside. you got to nail that part of the plate down. And then he said, when you go inside, make damn sure they knew you were there. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> and then the last day of spring training, Lou Brock comes to me, and I hadn't picked up a bat for 10 years, and now i got to go to the plate. Yeah. And he says to me, Stott, you want to go to the cage? Lou Brock. <laughs> but these are the kind of guys that were around. They loved the game. So the team is away, and I got Lou Brock in the cage, throwing me BP, wow. yelling ball out of the hand so that I would get used to seeing the ball earlier. And I was like, but that's them, and that's St. Louis, and that's the history where people love the game, they love the birds on the bat, they love what it represented, they love the richness, and they knew how to win. And to me, it's like I say, with no disrespect to Major League Baseball, anywhere where there's an opening day and they're going on everywhere, there's something special about an opening day right here in St. Louis that's a little bit different than everywhere else. Wow, you couldn't have said that any no, better, Todd. It's, it's listening remarkable. To all that stuff. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Now, Todd, you're, you're back in town here, not just for opening day. Yep. You got yourself a little restaurant opening up here at Ballpark Village. So right. hopefully this is the first of many opening days as a businessman. Yes, yeah, uh, pretty awesome. We got involved about three and a half, four years ago, and, and I fell in love with the pokey concept. First of all, I love the food. As you get older, you know, you start realizing you're not invincible and what you do eat counts. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's, on one hand, that sounds great, but I love the, you know, the product itself. And, you know, we, do, we, 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 we go through endless amounts of hours and times making sure we're so sourcing the right proteins from the right places. And, you know, I, I believe we got a world champion product and we happen to be right next to Bowie Live. Can it get better than that? <laughs> no, that's In Ballpark awesome, Village, man. right? So we're grateful, we're honored, we're blessed, we're glad we're here. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to do our part with the restaurant. Now, how do you say the name? So people who are yeah. listening right now yeah. can come down and check it out. Coibito Pokey. All right. Now, it's really Coibito Poke. But I'm probably Americanized the ground. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we still call it. But it is Coibito Pokey. Right next to Bowie, right at the entrance of Bowie Live. We're excited to be there. We're grateful. We're honored and the whole deal. Well, so. I'll be well, checking we, it yeah, out. Yeah, we got to get sure. our hands on some For of this sure. food. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to it. Absolutely. Todd Stottlemyre, world, two-time World Series champion with the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, with the Cardinals as well. One more question for you. You had mentioned your father, Mel, he, he, you know, with the Yankees. And it's, you, you perfectly kind of summarized what it's like to have a culture in St. Louis. Uh, I'm interested, though, with the Yankees. I mean, there's only really one other team that would either rival or supersede what you're talking about. It'd be it'd be the, the Yankees. Yeah, yeah the Cardinals, Cardinals Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. yeah right. So when when you're growing up and you're around the the, the unbelievable legends that you were uh, around with Whitey Ford and, and uh, Mickey Mantle and and, and the, you know just the Bronx Bombers. What was the what was the thing that you still like you took away from that time period that you either applied to your career or even now? I mean, just being around those legends. Yeah, you know they they say that uh, you know science says that you become your environment. I'm just feel so grateful and blessed that my environment was y y Yankee Stadium was a true playground and it, and the game was different. So 
every day my dad went to the stadium in a home game. I threw my Yankee uniform on, and I went to the stadium with dad. And we lived in the clubhouse, dugout, and out on, out on the fields and, and did the whole thing. So, you know, when I reflect and look back, I realize that I got a chance to be around some world-class athletes, people performing at the top of their game. And, and I got a chance to see, well, what's it like? It's not like I was sitting there in a lab going, let me study these guys. Yeah. You just become, you just see how do they act when they do well? How do they not act? How do they act? You know, I remember Bobby Mercer's Rocky Jack. I remember Mickey Mantle every game, after every game in the ice bath, the old, oh, yeah. the old bass. And, the cold and tub. He was staying there. I think so, he was cold tubbing it before the game. Oh, yeah. For a different reason, and I think it was cold. <laughs> but listen, I'm a huge Mickey fan. Old sure. baseball. You know what's crazy is I grew growing up there, I was just like every other kid in New York. I also wanted to be Mickey Mantle. I, wasn't, I was no different. And then growing up, and even though we got close to him, um, those players, I got to inherit my father's teammates as friends. Yeah. But I still put them up there. I still respected them so much that I didn't, as a young person, ever disrespect what they were doing and who they were. And I think that that carried over in my career where I always had a tremendous respect for the game. And look, I was a blue collar pitcher and, 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 and an emotional guy, especially early in my career. Oh well, yeah, and, you're fiery. And it, and it cost me, you're fiery. you know, it cost me some games, <laughs> right? But at the same time, my belief was, I'm gonna do everything I can to help this team win today. And, and uh, if we're gonna go down, we go down fighting, and that's the way well, it is. So quick know? question, because, uh, you know, my kids grew up around the locker room, being here playing for the Blues and whatnot. And so yeah. they got to be in there with Brett Hall, Wayne Gretzky, all these like people. And they look back now, and they say, man, it just seemed like that was a normal thing to do. We wish we would have taken more time to, like, absorb the moment. Sounds to me, though, like you were aware enough at the time to absorb all this stuff from the great Yankees and that you didn't take it for granted just because it was the norm for yeah. you. Yeah. So I would, say, I would say more so not taking it for granted, and it was normal. Um, I don't know if I really realized how special it was at the time. Yeah, exactly. I think it's years later, deep reflection, look back and like, and then you kind of like, wow. So one of the things that I always say that reflection is the X factor to major success, right? And if people would just take time out, look back, stand on the bank, look at the performance, they're going to see things that they didn't see in the heat of the battle. They're going to see things differently. They're going to see new strategy, new opportunity. And it's not about looking at the dis disappointment. It's, it's looking just as a whole. I always say, look at an NFL quarterback. What do they do? They come off the field. They go to the iPad. They're watching all the plays that they just, they're not watching future plays. They're watching plays. It's reflection time. Yeah. yeah. And I think that in my reflection, looking back, I just like, I'm almost, I, I, to, look, to this day, I'm like, wow. And, uh, and it was crazy because, you know, Yogi, Yo my birthday's May 20th, Yogi's is May 12th. We're at a golf tournament uh, that my father was putting on years ago. And, and uh, I was turning 40 on the 20th, Yogi was on the 12th. And we celebrated our birthdays together. Wow. This is long after wow. my career. Can you imagine? No. So <laughs> he's turning 80, I'm turning 40. It's after my career. And I gotta tell you something. I was in awe then, even, even at that time, it's like, how is it that I get to celebrate my birthday with Yogi? Yeah. 
And it just, you know, it doesn't even seem real it's almost, incredible, you know. Man. So I just love it. I love, like, these guys and what they go through and putting that uniform on. I, I, I love all aspects. And by the way, it's not just sports. It's like entertainment. When you see someone excel at the highest level, isn't it fun to watch them? Yeah. And there's so much to learn from it. So I'm still learning, man. It's like whether it's business, becoming a better person, becoming a better father, becoming a better husband, how can I steal someone's performance, apply it to my life, and move on? Yeah. So The best you know, do. That's it. Yeah. You're, you're right. The best, the best, the best are always it, learning from, from people. And uh, I got to tell you, Todd, this is uh, Jamie and I have done a lot of interviews, man. We, we absolutely loved having you on. I appreciate it. it that was listen, awesome. It was fantastic. Thank you, Thank you, you so much. No, no. And one more yeah. time, throw, throw out the restaurant. Coibito Pokey. Got to come give it a shot. Ballpark Village, right next to Bowie Live. And uh, hey, listen, we're going to have a lot of fun there. And uh, like I say, nutritious, delicious. Come give us a shot. Absolutely, we will. That's Todd Stoudemire. Fantastic stuff from Todd. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome, man. I appreciate Thank it. You. Really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Take we're, care, guys. Uh, we're very close now to the first pitch. Three ten, in fact, three ten. Blue Jays and the the Cardinals. Uh, uh, and again, but th- thanks to Todd Stoudemire. I mean. Uh, with the way that Todd broke down, we always talk about culture, right? And we, we try to talk about it, whether, Jamie, you do, do it with the Blues, uh, or we, we try to talk about the culture of the Cardinals. Todd Stoudemire just absolutely encompassed it can you in imagine? five minutes. I mean, it was just it was remarkable. Anthony, can you imagine growing up at Yankee Stadium and then playing for the Cardinals? Two no. of the most historic franchises in the history of the game. Right. I was in awe listening to the stories, and that's Same. why I kind of brought up my kids a little bit because they lived it to a smaller scale. Yeah. But they never really looked at it. And were like, oh wow, I wish I would have taken more time to appreciate this or that, the sure. other. So that was really neat. I'm really glad he stopped by. You know, when Todd was talking about appreciating the game and the legends that he was around, and, and I. I know I, I know I reference our boy a lot, and I'll continue to because I think about him every day, and uh, I certainly miss him on a day like this. But it reminded me of Chris. It reminded me of Chris Duncan when he talked about being around the people that he was around growing up in a big league clubhouse, having that appreciation for you know guys like Carney Lansford or you know whoever his his dad may have been the pitching coach for, and just kind of learning from them the way that todd was appreciative of that it it reminded me of chris a lot so just a a great interview uh great conversation with todd Stomart. and i want to check out his restaurant well too. yeah i mean it's uh we were uh, the other day at bally sports midwest we we're poking our head down there and i said oh, i can't wait for that place to open so we'll uh anxiously awaiting the chance to get over there and have, have some food